Welcome to the Friday edition of the Always 100 Podcast. We are live today on Anchor FM, and we are doing the show on July 9, 2021. Happy Friday and happy weekend. Hope everybody's going well. Today on the show, NBA Finals, Game 1 and 2 Reaction, Game 3 Preview. We will we preview Game 3 today. Uh, I also talked to you guys about get, uh, the MLB weekend slate, a bunch of cool series coming up, and games have already uh, kicked off, including the Cubs and the Cardinals in Chicago. We'll talk about we'll talk about them, and finally, I'll just give my thoughts on the Tokyo Olympics. And uh, since there's not going to be any fans there, it's going to be a fanless Olympics. So, and you know what? That's where we'll start. But before we start. I want to say that my name is Quinn McKenzie. I am the host of the Always 100 Podcast, and you can find the show on Anchor FM, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you guys listen to your favorite podcasts uh, under the name Always Space, the number 100 Space Podcast. You'll see a purple and orange logo, and that is the show. So please like, subscribe, and uh, we'll give you this good content. Uh, with the new job, we're going to do uh, definitely do a Friday show. Uh, since I'm off on Fridays for work, and we're working on the uh, fall show right now, uh, working on the guest list, working on the topics and the format, and the day, uh, the days uh, the football show will be uh, recorded and posted live for you guys to enjoy. But let's get the show started right here and talk about uh, Tokyo, the Tokyo Olympics. Uh, uh, they apparently Japan Tokyo uh, declared a state of emergency, and uh, so that means there's going to be no fans at the Olympics, which uh, completely sucks. Uh, there's no other way around it. Uh, this 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 sucks. And to be quite honest, the Tokyo 2020 Olympics were doomed from the start. Uh, doomed from COVID. Co- COVID killed Tokyo last year, uh, and now now. Japan apparently something's going on with them the COVID cases are on the rise and the powers that be over there have basically said hey we all could have that the athletes can be over here but there's nobody to watch them and uh, that really sucks because I was looking forward to watching the Tokyo Olympics watching the track and some of the track and field events watching USA basketball try and go for another gold medal uh, watching the fans there and having a good time doing that, but now without the fans, I'm really not all that interested, to be quite honest, in watching the Olympics at all, um, because um, if this last 16 months have taught us anything, it's taught us that fans really do matter in sports. Fans make the atmosphere. It's not just... You, you can't the, – the athletes have to bring their own energy sometimes, but when they could feed off the fans who hate them, the fans who support them, you know, just the atmosphere, just looking in the, looking in the stands and seeing their family members, cheering them on, seeing their close friends, see, you know, seeing anyone that give them a boost, the fans make the atmosphere during these events. And to not have these events, the high, highest class athletes, 
the best at what they do, whether you're, you're in gymnastics or whether you're in basketball, whether you're in soccer, uh, whatever the case may be, and to not have that extra boost from the fans, I know for the athletes it's got to absolutely suck because it sucks for all of us watching it on NBC in two, starting in two weeks uh, when the Summer Olympics kick off in Tokyo without fans. On that same uh, on that same topic, though, uh, another story that caught my attention last week was uh, Shikari Richardson, uh, U.S. Uh, track and field athlete. Apparently, the U.S. track and field or the world, uh, the world, uh, the drug, the, you know, the drug people for uh, the Olympics because she tested positive for marijuana. Apparently, you know, they they kicked her off the team. They said she couldn't go run uh, during the Olympics, and uh, another thing to, that that just is just absolutely ridiculous. I I don't know, weed's not a performance enhancing drug. I, I I don't I don't get this. Why are we like this is not 1985? Like it's legal in at least two thirds of the United States. She was in a she was in a legal part of the country, smoking weed. Like, what are we doing? What are we doing? We're gonna kick this kick this lady off because she had a joint when she's one of the fastest women on earth, and she was gonna go for a gold medal in the hundred meter dash, and she was on the relay team as well. But because she tested positive for for marijuana we're gonna leave her off how backwards is that i i have a big problem with that it, it it's it it's absolutely i feel absolutely awful for her because you know she she was one of the favorites to win a gold medal i think she was gonna do really good in the tokyo olympics but she'll never ever get to have that chance and she'll never and tomorrow's not guaranteed you never know this might have been her only shot at the Olympics to get a gold medal, and y'all took that away from her. The powers that be, um, in, in Tokyo or whoever runs the the drug testing agency, like you didn't take off weed off the banned substances list. I mean, what the hell is that? I mean that that is that is on a scale of one to infinity on the brutality of not being able to participate in something. That is really really like all the top of the list that's like that's like infinity that's terrible get it together guys this is this is like <laughs> this is not a u.s problem this is a global problem like if we're still testing for weed like what are you like get with the times guys weed's legal people smoke it every day get with the times not a performance enhancing drug if anything, it makes her more relaxed. If anything, for what from for the people that I talk to and the people that I know who smoke marijuana, that, that, it doesn't. It's not performance enhancing. It's I, it's just so dumb. I and I and my my sincere condolences to Shakari Richardson. Uh, it, it's it's it that's brutal, and I and I'm sorry that you have to go through that because that's just. That's dumb. She, 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 the, the girls left off the team completely. It's not like they they had a chance to bring her on, put her back on. I, you know, 
and the U.S. the U.S. decided not to bring her on the team at all. I, I, that that's that's terrible, and I, and I'm, oh man, that 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 just that just pisses me off so much. It really does. I I, I don't I don't get that, and you know th- these people are the are the best at what they do. And to take that away from to, to take that away from this lady just because of that is is it's just brutal. It really, really is. All right, moving on now. We're gonna talk about the NBA Finals, and the NBA Finals are. I've already played two games. Phoenix is are, Phoenix is up two games to none. I uh, watched the game with mom yesterday. Uh, look. Here are my here are my thoughts on that. I, Phoenix is going to win the championship. I think Phoenix is going to win the championship because they're just better than the Milwaukee Bucks. Giannis has been absolutely sensational off a hyperextended knee. The guy's coming out here, gives you 20 and 17 one game, and then turns around the next game, gives you 42 and 12. Because Giannis is spectacular. He, he's a top five player in basketball. And that that's me knowing that the guy can't shoot a lick. He can't shoot at all. It's embarrassing. The guy's airballing free throws left and right. He, he airballs two a game now. I mean, this, this is just awful. Get it, Giannis. Come on, man. We got we off season. You, you, you got all the money in the world. Lock yourself in a gym and take a thousand free throws a day. Same with your three point shot. You're in a shooter's league. Your best player can't shoot a lick. You're not going to win the title doing that. Sorry, you're just not. But I the, the, I think the bigger problem for Milwaukee is, hey, Giannis is trying to do it one on five. And, you know, watching the shows I watched today, and I was listening to Shannon and Skip Bayless and watching them, and, and, and Shannon basically was like, look, the guy's going one on five. LeBron couldn't do it. Steph couldn't do it. Michael Jordan couldn't do it. Kobe and Shaq alone couldn't do it. Giannis can't do it. Kevin Durant can't do it. You're not going to beat a full team with chemistry, with their with their role players showing up at home with DeAndre Ayton crashing the boards when you're giving you're giving the team 42 and 12, being a perennial MVP candidate like you always are. Even though you're airballing free throws and missing seven or eight free throws, and the the crowd's getting into your head because they're quick counting you, and it's audible and it's very loud, and it has to be extremely annoying for Giannis because it take he takes ninety seven million seconds at the free throw line to to shoot a to shoot an air ball. He needs help. Chris Middleton, where are you, buddy? Where's Chris Middleton? Where can somebody find him? Eleven points? Could you give us something more? Could you give us more than eleven points, Chris Middleton? Could you give us more than that? That's what we're asking you. We're not asking you to do anything you're not capable of doing. You know, against Brooklyn, you tried to you showed up and busted thirty eight on him. Aren't you the same Chris Middleton that twenty three points in a twenty three points in a quarter against Atlanta one game, twenty points in another? And another quarter against Atlanta in another game? Show up. Help him. He needs help. Drew Holiday. 
Come on, Drew Holiday. I, Drew Holiday, I know is better than this. I just, I'm sorry. This is, this is Drew. Get, come on, man. Seventeen points, seven for twenty-one. You're, you're shooting twelve percent from three. I, I mean, I, oh, come on, come on, Drew Holiday. Get, get it together. Brooke Lopez is unplayable. Hey, hey look, I, I got a lot of problems with with, with Milwaukee's other players. Giannis is what he is. He's not. He, he can't shoot a lick. He's he's one for. He's twenty percent from three. He can't shoot free throws, but he can do everything else. He'll get you. He'll get you forty and ten. He'll get you a walking thirty and ten every night. He'll have his thirty-seven tomorrow uh, on Sunday night on ABC at home. He'll have his thirty-seven points, probably probably twelve, thirteen rebounds. Get a couple assists in there. He'll do his thing, but. Who on Milwaukee is going to come with? Is Chris Middleton going to show up at home with that rowdy crowd in Milwaukee? And that crowd is loud and passionate. They love their they love their team in Milwaukee. Are, are they going to show up? Pat Connaughton, are you going to show up? Somebody, a role player, somebody help him. Because I'm a, look. If you lose Sunday, if they lose Sunday, they're getting swept. Sorry, Wednesday night, this is over to me. You're not coming back from 0-3. You're just not. It's not going to happen. Doesn't work. Chris Paul, if you, if they, if the Bucks lose on Sunday night on ABC Wednesday night, this the NBA season is over, and the Phoenix Suns will be the world champion. If it not, if not Wednesday night, then Friday night back at home. Because the Phoenix Suns have been playing spectacular. They had 23s yesterday. 20. 20 for 39 from three. You're not going to win very many games. I don't care who you have. I don't care if you have Stephen Clay. I don't care if you have Kobe and Shaq, LeBron, D. Wade, Chris Bosh, Kevin Durant, Harden. If you allow a team to hit 23s, you're not going to win. So... Milwaukee's got a lot of work to do. Phoenix just need just need to stay healthy and keep doing what they're doing because it's worked so far. And they also feed they also feed off that great crowd in Phoenix. That that the, these crowds in Milwaukee and Phoenix have been phenomenal, no question about it. Their fans have a lot to cheer for. The Suns are up and coming. They're homegrown. Bridges and campaign and you know Jay Crowder is the only guy that had finals experience. He's been he's been phenomenal. Aiton is on, is my age and is out here just dominating on the board. Former number one pick. I like a lot what Phoenix is doing, and uh, I think uh, they're they're going to win the championship for sure. After and, and and they might sweep them on Sunday if Milwaukee doesn't get a very inspired performance from Holiday or Middleton because Giannis is going to get his 30, 35 plus and about twelve or thirteen rebounds will take about. 11 12 free throws so you know it's it's gonna be you know it's it's gonna be a really it's gonna be a good game I think Phoenix is gonna smell blood and they're gonna try and keep it close no question about it um I'm gonna pick I'm gonna pick Phoenix to win a very close ball game Sunday night uh I'm gonna pick Phoenix somewhere along the lines of 
112, 108, something like that. 112, 108, something. Yeah, so that sounds about right to me. Phoenix goes up three games to none on Sunday because I just don't see – Milwaukee's going to have to show me because I, I put too much faith in them to think, you know, on, on the road that they're, that they're going to show up at home and start hitting these shots and uh, try and guard Phoenix at all because they lost by 10 yesterday and they lost by – well, they lost by 13 points the other night in game one. So, you know, Phoenix is 5-0. and Phoenix is 4-0 and against these guys this year. And, uh, you know, they they're, they're, they smell blood, and they think they can close them out at home. And if they win Sunday night, I, I'm, I'm predicting a sweep. Uh, come this time next week, we'll be talking about the Phoenix Suns as world champions of the NBA. You are listening right now to the Always 100 Podcast. My name is Quinn McKenzie. Again, please follow the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or every podcast streaming service you use. You can also follow the show on Anchor FM under the name Always, the number 100 Podcast. Uh, that's always, the word always, space number 100, space podcast. Look for a purple and orange logo, and that's where you can find this show here uh, and like I said uh, in the open during the summer what we're going to do is what I'm going to do is every Friday uh, on my off day I'm going to come come on here record a quick segment um, you know basically about about the NBA finals until the NBA finals is over and then we're going to talk about you know do, do some Olympic updates and also just talk about Major League Baseball and that's where we're going now and there, there's been a lot of Things that, a lot of storylines in Major League Baseball. We'll get the news out of the way uh, really quick here. Uh, the number one news-breaking story of the day for baseball uh, is the Dodgers extending uh, the leave uh, for Trevor Bauer another seven days. Um, I know you folks already know the story. and We're not going to get into it. Uh, we're not going to get into that because we don't know enough, but it's a very bad look. If you're Trevor Bauer, uh, you better hope that you're innocent because if you're not innocent, you're not going to be playing baseball for a long, long time. And uh, that's that's what I'll say about that. I'm not going to speak on it because I don't have enough information. And when I get the information and when the world gets, the, gets more information, we will talk more about that in depth on this show. As far as the games are concerned, yesterday – uh, yesterday the Padres beat the Nats. Yesterday, uh, that was a really good series. The Nats and the Padres seemed like a playoff series to me. Uh, Padres won nine to eight yesterday. Dodgers, Dodgers and Marlins, Dodgers and Marlins, Dodgers won yesterday. Framil Reyes had a walk off for the for the Indians yesterday against uh, Kansas City. So a pretty pretty light day of baseball, but uh, definitely. Pretty pretty exciting day of baseball as well. The MLB draft is on uh, this weekend. The Orioles have the uh, not sure what pick they have actually, but I think it's a it's a high enough pick where we can get somebody good. I, I really I want the Orioles to get Kumar if, if we can get him, but I'm not particularly sure we're going to be bad enough to get Kumar Rocker this year. Uh, but we we shall see what the Orioles are doing. So it it it'll be. It'll be interesting to follow that up and give y'all some updates on the MLB draft next week. 
But as far as some of the series going on this weekend, some of the good series, let's start with the the National League's best team, the San Francisco Giants, a three-game series going into the All-Star break against the aforementioned Washington Nationals, who gave up an 8 nothing lead to the Padres. They were up 8 to nothing after three in the third and managed, to, managed only one hit the entire rest of the game and gave up a walk-off to Trent Grisham. They're going north to San Fran to face face the uh, San Francisco Giants, Uh, and the Giants are 54-32. and I I still can't figure out how the Giants are any good. I I, I don't understand how the Giants are good, honestly, Uh, but the Giants are uh, uh, minus 135 favorite, uh, minus 150 favorite on the money line. Uh, so that'd be a good series, good three-game series, and that'd be a really good test from the Nationals to see how good they actually are. Because uh, they have the Giants in San Fran, then they go in the All-Star break, and the first series coming out of the break, they welcome in the the San Diego Padres to D.C., and I will be going to that game. The aforementioned Padres are hosting the Rockies. I have to say, the Colorado Rockies aren't as horrible as I thought they'd be. After trading Nolan Arenado, they're not they're they're not as bad as I thought. They're they're actually a half watchable team, you know, especially at home. They they really have a good home record. Uh, but look, the Padres should win this, this three game series. They should they should at least take two out of three. You never know with these division games, though. But the, but the Padres are a better ball club, and they I mean the Padres have pitchers hitting grand slams now. <laughs> I mean that that was awesome. That that pitcher hit a grand slam in that place. That Petco Park went absolutely bananas. It was great to see. That was the first time a pitcher, a relief pitcher no less, hit a grand slam since 1985. So Padres are making history all over the place. Really love watching that team, and uh, I think they'll take two out of three against the Colorado Rockies. Uh, game's on right now. The Cubs and the Cardinals. The Cu- I can't figure the Cardinals out. The Cardinals are a 500 team. I can't figure them out, really. Uh, I don't know. But the Cubs stink. They're horrible. They've lost 11 straight. They, they lost 11 out of t- or 12 out of 13, but they're up 3-0 right now. Against the uh, against the Cardinals at home in the bottom of the second, um, it, it's it it's gotten really ugly for the Cubs and it gotten ugly fast. They were they were tied for first place two weeks ago. They lost eleven straight games, and now they're they're the general manager saying they're going to be sellers at the deadline. Uh, they got Brian and Rizzo and Javi Baez and a whole bunch of other, but Craig Kimbrell, a whole bunch of other guys who are free agents after this year. So the, the Cubs got their World Series. They went to the playoffs uh, a number of times during that run. They, they had a really good run together, but uh, that, that team's getting broken up. But it's nice to see that the Cubs are up 3 nothing so far. Another interesting series. Phillies-Red Sox in Boston. Philadelphia coming off, I think, they they – they won three out of four, I think, against Chicago. They won three out of four yesterday. Brad Miller hit three home runs uh, for for Philadelphia, and uh, you know they're going to Boston. And I, I hate the Red Sox, but man, that team is really, really good. 
Man, that team's good. Avaldi's been spectacular for them all season long. Devers has been sensational. They have the best offense in baseball. They hit the ball all over the place. You know, it's it's amazing to see. You know what? It's amazing to see what Boston's doing, especially coming off a very bad 2020, a very bad 2019 uh, by their standards. They're going to be. They're going probably going to be the number one seed in the American League. I'm just going to go on record as to saying that that they'll probably end up with the best record in the conference, and they got as good a chance as any is of going to the World Series this year. But I will definitely be watching Phillies and Red Sox because hey, the Phillies can also win the National League East. But I have a big problem with them. Their bullpen is horrific. I don't trust anybody in their bull. I don't trust anybody in a Philly in the Phillies bullpen. Nobody. Bryce Harper, you know he he, he start he's starting to get after it a little bit. Hoskins has been great. He's got twenty home runs. He's been great. McCutcheon's been pretty good. JT is doing JT things. Their offense is just fine. It's just it's it, the starting pitching's half decent. It's their bullpen. And until they fix their bullpen, they're not going anywhere. They're not making the playoffs with a bullpen that terrible. I'm sorry. They're just not. Another series I want to I want to keep an eye on this week, Yankees-Astros. And that, that needs no explanation whatsoever. It's in Houston this time. Uh, the Yankees earlier in the year took two out of three. They were relentless in their unmitigated booing of Jose Altuve and Carlos Correa and the entire Houston team, and rightfully so. Nobody's got really any problem with that. Uh, but you haven't heard much of the cheating scandal. Uh, Dusty Baker's got got these guys in a really good spot right here. They're fifty four and thirty four. They're number one in the American League. They're not. They're, they got the best record in the conference. Either them or Boston. One two. They, they have one of the be- two best records in the conference. Correa's been great. Altuve's been great. You know, Bregman, Bregman's been hurt half the year. They, he, he's been hurt for a while. He hasn't even really been there. Uh, and, you know, they, they just keep on winning. Dusty Baker's been phenomenal. I, I, I've always loved Dusty. Um, I, I'm happy for him. I, I, and I root for Dusty very much, even if I don't root for the Astros. But on the flip side, the Yankees got to get it together. I don't know what's going on with this team. I, I, I don't know. Are they good? Can, some, can somebody explain to me, are the Yankees good? I, I don't know what they are. Are they going to sell? Because I, I can't figure them out. If they're not playing the Orioles, I'm not really sure who they're beating. Seriously. And I'm a, and the, the Orioles have beaten the Yankees a few times this year too. So... I, I don't know what's going on in Yankee land, but it, they, they need to get it together. Aroldis Chapman's got the yips. He's giving up home runs left and right. And doesn't matter if it's the ninth inning. Doesn't matter if it's the seventh inning, eighth inning, sixth get What's going on? Yankee fans are like ha- having a conniption. This team is taking years off their lives. I mean, this is, this is just bad. And I'm not used to the Yankees being bad. I'm just not. But Astros Yankees, I I I I am definitely going to be sitting down watching that game. Couple more series, another really interesting series out west. Angels Mariners. The Angels are a very fun team. 
to watch. And so was Seattle, actually. So was Seattle. Uh, former Oriole Alex Cobb. I mean, six and three record with four sixty ERA. I mean, that's not great, but he's six and three. Get sixty nine to eighteen. Strikeout to walk ratio. He's been he's been pretty decent for him. I mean, you know, the, look the you know you know what the Angels are. The Angels are just the Angels pitching. It's really the pitching. Otani's been phenomenal. They they're fourth in the league in home runs. They're third in OPS. They're second. They're tied for second at four forty two in slugging. They're tied for third with a two fifty eight batting average. Los Angeles is. I mean, they're off. There's nothing wrong with their offense at all. It's their pitching. Their pitching is twenty sixth at at a four nine six ERA. Sorry, that that's bad. <laughs> like, I mean, you know. But other than that, they're a really good team. And Seattle, on the flip side, I, Seattle's not Seattle's not bad. They're not bad at all. I, I, I like watching them, man. I, they're, they're a scrappy bunch up there, man. They, they don't get enough credit for, you know, being decent. I mean, they're four games over 500. I mean, they're in the number three spot in the American League American League West. You know, they've been keeping it interesting with Houston and, and, and Oakland up there. And, you know, but I think Seattle's good. They're going to maybe be finish a over 500 team, but I don't think they're going anywhere because the Astros and – the A's are the kingpins of that division, and they're going to be duking it out for the number one spot and a playoff spot, uh, no less. And finally, uh, to wrap up the this weekend's look ahead, Orioles, White Sox. And I'm only saying this one because of the White Sox. The White Sox are really, really good. They, they, they just are. They're 51-35, number one spot in the American League Central you know, a couple, a few games ahead of Cleveland. I think six or seven games ahead of Cleveland. Who also, I can't figure out how Cleveland's good either. But Cleveland's good apparently. Um, Aloy Jimenez. The big news for them. Jimenez is starting his rehab assignment, so they're going to get him back. They've been doing all this stuff without Luis Robert. Um, look, they they should get right against the Orioles. As as much as I love the Orioles, they stink. They're, they're just bad. They're barely watchable. The White Sox are probably going to sweep them. At least get take two out of three uh, against the Orioles. Um, the Orioles will score some runs. Uh, all, their offense isn't half bad. They just uh, The Orioles' offense, uh, yeah, I mean, no. I mean, they got 98 home runs. I mean, they're not bad. You know, they're 20, got 26 stolen bases. You know they hit they hit two thirty eight as a team. I mean, you know they're not bad. They're they're middle of the pack in the America uh, in baseball and batting average. But look, the White Sox are better. I I enjoy watching them a lot, and uh, I think they're going to sweep the Orioles. All right, that wraps up the MLB look ahead for week the week of July 9, twenty twenty one. Excited to check out some baseball. Uh, that is, I think that's going to wrap up the show as well. Uh, soon, uh, soon once the NBA finals are over, uh, then only the only other summer show we're going to be doing is a look at each uh, NFL division because football season is two months away from starting. We're two months in a day away from Bucks Cowboys kicking it off down in Tampa. 
uh, on NBC on September the 10th. So we're about to start ramping up training camps three weeks, uh, two, two and a half weeks away. And uh, we're going to start talking about the NFL, giving my thoughts on each division, you know, starting in early to mid-August, leading you up to week number one of the first ever 17-game season in NFL history. It's going to be great. All right, that's it for me. Uh, my name is Clint McKenzie. Please follow the show again on Anchor FM, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Next week, uh, if all goes well, we'll be talking about an NBA champion, uh, some Tokyo updates uh, from down there, and some more baseball talk. But until then, my name is Clint McKenzie. Have a great rest of your weekend. Go O's.